0: Everybody, this is Bernetta from All My Hexes, your keeper. As you may know, we record All My Hexes live around a table together every two weeks. However, uh, with the rise of COVID 19 in our community and worldwide, that isn't something we're going to be able to do for the foreseeable future. So, we are going to be doing a few practice sessions so that we can learn how to record remotely and hopefully get out the same level of quality, if not better of episodes for Hunt 3 as we've had for the previous episodes. We appreciate your patience during this time because what that means is that Hunt 3 is going to be a little bit more delayed than we were originally anticipating as we make sure that what we put out is of the same audio quality as you've come to expect from us. I know there are a lot of people who are stuck home right now and that can be really boring. So we're also going to try to put out content a little more often than we usually do. For instance, we will be releasing Atomic Age number two a week early so that folks have something to listen to at home. And as a thank you for staying home and being good citizens, we're going to do our best to give you all more content than we usually do. So you'll get to see some really cool bonus episodes that I hope you enjoy. Thank you very much again for listening to all my hexes, and I hope you enjoy Atomic Age too. You are awakened before dawn by a pounding on the door of your new office. When you open the door, you see the sheriff looking nervous and angry. Get dressed, he says. There's been another attack. Half an hour later, you watch the sun rise in a mix of pinks and yellows as you follow the sheriff to the Circle XT ranch. Not stopping at the house, you follow in your van as he drives out to a large group of people gathered in the field directly west of the house. Buzzards circle above the group, and you all exchange knowing looks. Whatever this creature is, it is getting much more comfortable being close to people.
1: All my hexes live in Texas Where something real dark has broken free and all these hexes still plague Texas. Hex, Texas is a place you don't want to be.
0: Where you're brought out to is is right smack dab in the middle of grazing area for these cows. Okay, So there's not a lot of scrub brush around it. It's all been cleared so that the cattle can feed. The instant that you walk onto the scene, you see that there are four or five just bloody stains on the grass itself. And you see that there are bodies being carried away by the cowboys. It looks like three of them appear to be cattle and two are people, presumably covered with sheets over to the side. What would you like to do?
2: Do the bloodstains correspond with the corpses? Like there are three larger ones and two smaller ones?
0: Yes. I would say that you can get that just from looking around. Three large bloodstains, two relatively smaller bloodstains. You see that Mr. Hext, who you never got a first name on last time. I believe his wife's name was Mrs. Jeremiah. She was Mrs. Jeremiah. You're absolutely right. So I guess unless she's married to his brother, Jeremiah Hext is out there. Um, He he has his teenage son with him, and they are talking with some of the cattle hands. What do you want to
2: do? The sheriff is with us, right? Sheriff is
0: with you. He says, well, this is your expertise. This is, uh, you know.
2: They're loading the bodies into? Like a truck.
0: They're going to dispose of the cattle.
2: Oh, and the people are? The people are off to the
0: side on the ground. They're not going to move until you guys get a chance to look at them. I think we should take a
3: look at both the animals and the
1: people.
2: Yeah, especially if they're going to move the cattle right away. So who wants to do what?
1: I'd like to look at the people.
2: Ty, you're going to
0: have Mark go over and look at the people? Yep. Excellent.
1: And it just kind of saunters over, uh, puts on his... Uh, black leather gloves uh, in order to be able to peel back the sheets that they had put over him.
3: Well, I
0: believe that would be investigate a mystery. If you want to look for any kind of clues on this on this body,
1: sure thing. Oh, not bad. That's eleven plus
0: one. Nice. <laughs> All right. So that would be a twelve on a twelve. You can ask the keeper any question you want. Uh, About the mystery, not just the ones that are listed, which is kind of cool. Yeah, you've never Mm. rolled that high. So basically... uh, This
1: is my one, everyone.
0: You get to ask me a question, and it can be pretty much any question you want, except for exactly what the creature is. Yeah, like, don't break the game. But, you know, beyond that.
1: Oh, geez. I'd like to know... If how often this thing happens, that there's a pattern to like where in particular um, it has a tendency to strike.
3: Sure. Like
0: what's the best way? What's the pattern? Happens, yes. Sure. Yeah. I will say that you know from reports, we'll say that Antonio told you yesterday that the first Cowboys to go missing happened about a week ago. And then you know that Ramon was attacked two days ago. So it would have been almost, it would be three days ago today. So it seems to be increasing. Additionally, nothing was taken or fed upon in this attack. So if it was attacking because it's hungry, its appetite was not sated. Does that make sense? Yeah,
1: it seems like it's defending something.
0: I will say that also all of the attacks appear to have happened near the fields of the Circle XT Ranch.
2: This is the largest collection of corpses so far, though, right?
0: There were no corpses found of the original.
3: Ramon? Yeah, Ramon is the first corpse found. How close is this kill scene to, like, the ranch house? How close is it to the fence that divides from the uh, Turnkey Labs? It is very close to the fence okay. that divides from Turnkey Labs. You can see
0: the farmhouse from where you are. This is still closer, though, to the farmhouse than the other one. Eh.
1: So increasing in frequency, they're not being eaten. They're just being killed.
2: But the wounds look similar on these ones. They do.
3: Yeah, are the wounds similar on the, the cattle and the humans? Yes. It's a waste of a good cow. It is a waste <laughs> of a good cow. Yes. Are you guys gonna do anything with those?
1: Yeah, I, I could use, uh, I could corn that up real good.
0: Well, till we know what this thing is, it, I mean, it might have rabies or something, it could be infected. We're gonna have to burn this. So at least it'll smell real good.
2: Gross. Yeah, burning <laughs> flesh, it
3: doesn't really seem to matter to the species, you know? Double gross. It doesn't smell good.
1: I've learned that pigs and people smell about the same when I, I mean, never mind.
0: Oh, <laughs> that got real dark. <laughs> <laughs> the sheriff's going to kind of look at you and uh, pale a little bit and turn and walk away very pointedly. I, I think that he <laughs> is Shit, Mr. Bubbles. done with you, Mr. <laughs> Bubbles.
4: <laughs> I think in, in the last uh, session, if I recall correctly, we, one of us investigated if there was a blood trail leading away or in any yes. specific direction. Yes. Do we see any signs of that at this particular
0: well, I think I'm going to make that a new role. Yeah, he got his question. So why don't you try investigating mystery? We'll say that you're looking for a blood trail.
4: Sure thing. Uh-oh. Let's see. That's going to be a five plus one. Ooh. Six. So a six.
0: And then be Still. sure to add your sharp. That's
4: the, that's- that's the plus one.
0: <laughs> oh, that's with the Okay. All right. So mark experience.
1: Yep.
0: And that enables me to take a hard move. Uh, You notice that before you have a chance to talk to them, Jeremiah and his
3: son get in their truck and leave. Can we tell where Jeremiah and his son are going? What direction they headed? Uh,
0: They head down towards the main dirt road. They stop. Jeremiah gets out at the house and his son takes the truck and leaves.
2: Mark, what do you see on the bodies there?
1: Same exact uh, sort of markings from the previous times. Human-like, we have the bicuspids here. We have uh, er everything is indicating that somebody bit the hell out of him, but the scratch marks are a bit different.
2: Well, uh, the devil has the face of a man, right?
1: If dead bodies are to be believed.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's not usually where I get my information, but I'm not going to look a gift corpse in the Mm -hmm. mouth. Did we check his mouth? No. Do we is that a should we check his Yeah, hey, uh do they look like um like maybe they got picked up and put back down by something or How'd they die?
0: There seems to be a combination. Some of the limbs are twisted in such a way that it looks like they were dropped from a great height, but they were not upon. So there's there's a combination of blood
2: loss and Potentially broken limb, yeah not that I was looking to support the big bird theory, but uh
1: there's there's a lot going on here, multiple contusions, fractures, uh lots of blood loss here very very typical from a uh, high point trauma
2: yeah seagulls do it with crabs, so hey uh sheriff um oh. oh, yeah, yeah, um, general store, it's Got room for all these bodies or. Uh,
0: no, when you're done with them, I'm just going to take, take them all down to Menard. We'll get them to an actual morgue. I mean, I don't know about you, but getting my sandwich from a place that's got dead bodies in the freezer really has messed with my appetite.
2: Uh, Yeah, I haven't eaten at the... Anyway, uh, Sure. So, are the ranch hands still, like, standing around or did they kind of disperse? I will say that there's there's a few that you can try to talk to if you'd like to do that.
3: Is Antonio... Antonio Mormon. is not there. Uh, did you check all the bodies? No. Did we recognize any of the bodies? Yeah, We've yeah, seen we Antonio. Was one of them Antonio? One of the bodies is Antonio. No!
2: Oh, you
1: poor bastard.
3: I did see great disaster coming. Yeah. <laughs> His lifeline. It
2: oh. was very short. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> um, I guess I will like, go over to the ranch hands that are still there. Just kind of insert myself into the circle hey um we only met antonio yesterday but i'm sorry he seemed like a stand-up guy
0: uh one of the the gentleman looks at you and let's let's call him hank because you know why not sure hank the cowboy yep hank is going to gonna look at you and say um well i really appreciate that ma'am
2: uh do you guys have any any idea what happened, or I mean... Yeah, we told the sheriff the
0: devil came out of the sky, attacked everybody, picked them up. Wasn't until we started, like, shooting that it oh. finally flew away. Oh, you saw it. Oh, yeah. It came down on the entire herd. Devil. Devil. It was the devil. Was it bat feathers? Well, I, I don't know that the devil has feathers. That's oh. angels.
1: So there's just one of these.
0: Well, that's all I saw. There was It was dark it gets real dark out here on the range, but I saw one and I caught its face right in the torchlight, not hit it in the face, but, you know, like I saw it and it looked like one of them baboons, you know, like a baboon face, like a monkey. And it had like leather wings and it was as big as a man and it picked one of the, one of the cows up about a foot and a half. Dropped it, started attacking it, and then one of the the hands tried to get involved. That was young Petey over there, and it just picked him up, went straight up in the air. Next thing I know, I hear Petey screaming. Did he hit it? With my gun? Yeah. No. Did anybody? I don't think so. Everyone was firing into the dark. And once it got up into the, you know, I mean, torches don't have a whole lot of light range. Once it got up into the dark, we were just shooting what we can, but it seemed to scare it away. I don't know if one of us hit it. I don't know if it was the noise. Did it make a noise? It was was screeching. Screaming. Cool. Sounded like like a
3: giant bat. What way did it play off? I don't know. It was dark. It was dark. Alright.
1: Well, you've been very helpful.
0: Hank, it's been a real pleasure. I'll get the hell out of here if I was you. I'm just saying, man.
1: Thank you very much. Oh. Oh. Oh
0: no. Oh. Oh, no. Felt that one. That hurts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what else what else do you guys want to do while you're here?
4: The Jonah's gonna gonna kind of approach approach Hank and he's gonna maybe throw an arm over the shoulder and say, uh, hey Hank, this is this is some terrible stuff that's been going down down around here and uh I understand and appreciate you wanting to get on out of here you got to get your family and get your get your loved ones out of here. But we're going to stick around and we're going to get rid of this thing. And he's going to, he's going to show uh, Hank his his nine millimeter that's strapped at his belt and the assault rifle that's slung over his shoulder. And he says, we're, we're loaded for bear. You just need to show me where this thing went and we'll take care of it. But, uh, tell us a little bit about that. Uh, we saw a fort on the way on in here. You know, anything about that?
0: I know that. I know that that's bad news. What way? I wouldn't go that way.
4: Tell me more. Why do you say that?
0: Why don't you give me a manipulate someone roll?
4: That would be a s- seven.
0: A seven. I'm going to say that you need to show Hank that you're more than just a dude walking around with a big gun because this is Texas. So he needs to know that you're more than just some city slicker who doesn't know what he's doing.
4: He's going to roll up a sleeve, and he's going he's gonna to show him his tattoos that are up on his arm, military tattoos. And he's going to say, uh, Hank, I've seen it all. I've been in combat. I've seen men scream and die in pain. And uh, we don't want that to ever happen. I'm more than equipped to take care of this thing. So tell it to me straight. What are we dealing with here?
0: I guess if anyone could take it out, it's going to be y'all. But uh, that Presidio's bad news. No one goes there. It's part of the park. And you know that ridge there? That's the butt end of the devil's backbone. Did you know that? That's where we are. We're at the tail end of the devil's backbone. And you know what's there? That fort. That fort that's been cursed since it was built. People hear voices up there. People hear screaming up there. Animals won't land there. I just, I know it was built way back by some Spanish priests. And then it got burned down and they all died. That's all I know. The place is cursed. Nobody goes there. I'm telling you, this thing was fast. It was strong. And you'll be lucky to live.
2: I don't suppose that uh, the devil might hang out in the devil's backbone. That's what I
0: think. I think
2: that if I were the devil,
0: that's where I'd go. This is obviously going a lot faster. The mystery would be much more complex if this were anything other than a practice session. But you guys have been given... Basically, all the clues you need to confront the creature. So the cool thing about Monster of the Week is you kind of tell me what that looks like. First of all, what clues did you get? Did you catch anything as far as weaknesses? That's an important thing. Every creature in Monster of the Week is going to have a weakness. Then you tell me what this final combat is going to look like. You kind of get to set the stage with the clues I've given you as to where you want this to take place, what time of day, how you're going to set up, etc. And of course, based upon the amount of time that you have to do that will determine how thoroughly you can prepare. Let's start with weaknesses. What weaknesses have you figured out that this creature has?
4: (laughs) Nocturnal. I think it's nocturnal.
0: I think that, yeah, the fact that it's primarily flight-based, is definitely could be a weakness. Um, Also, he wasn't sure whether it was the sound of the guns or it was the actual guns themselves.
4: So maybe it's susceptible to noise. Maybe it's got very hypersensitive hearing uh, as opposed to vision.
0: What's the plan? You guys tell me, what are you going to do?
3: I think
2: we should do it today before it possibly strikes again. I mean, if we're going to have to like go flush it out of somewhere, we should bring flashlights. Um,
4: do we have at our disposal pretty much any reasonable equipment and weaponry.
0: I would say that the weapons you have are what you got mm-hmm. with your
2: character creation. Beyond that, yes. I have a thing. <laughs> yes. Um I have a thing. Um one of the expert moves is preparedness when you need something unusual or rare roll plus sharp. So if we need anything super weird.
1: And the same thing with I can deal with the agency to make a request for either personnel yeah. or equipment, but
2: I was trying all, pretty to think high. of if we could generate like Feedback, like through two walkie talkies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I shall roll preparedness. Oh, that's much Hold better. Uh, yeah. That would be a nine plus two, so an eleven. Nice. Um, on a ten plus, you have it here right now. All so, right. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, you you actually have it in the van.
0: Cool. You- thought to bring that with you because yeah. no one leaves home
2: without their two radio backpacks two radio backpacks <laughs> no i think it's maybe walkies are more plausible so like if you put two walkie talkies on the same frequency and like duct tape them together they'll feed back i think
1: yeah but I might be battery pack <laughs> yeah they were still big.
2: big oh yeah no they're huge Yeah, they're yeah, yeah 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 i got you which i think i do very much just want to duct tape them together <laughs> like okay <laughs> yeah before we get started,
3: I would like to attempt to summon Rabbit to see if I can get him back to where from wherever he went. Would you like to see if he's here now? Yeah. Go ahead. Summon him. All right. I'm going to try. Uh, it's a straight up nine. All right. And so that's used magic, right? It is used magic. So it works imperfectly. Oh, boy. Do I halfway summon him? Does he got Has he got indigestion? I mean... Let's see. So you get an effect and you get... A glitch.
0: Yeah. Rabbit appears, your tiny little imp, right? Complete with his rabbit ears that he always carries with him for his disguise purposes. And right next to him um, appears a, almost a a copy of rabbit. It's, it's, it's a little imp as well. And it looks at you and it makes a little (coughs) noise and then disappears. Oh, I'm sure that won't. I'm sure that won't go come badly. Back at that's all. not going to be, be at all. Right? That's nothing no, that's at all.
4: Fine. It's totally it's not going to give away our position ever.
0: No. You know, it it never turns out badly. Bringing extra friends from demonic realms, right? No, it always no, ends like, up good. Totally yeah. So, Rabbit's twin is out and about, but Rabbit's ready to serve. Right. Hey, Rabbit!
2: Oh, oh hello, Master. Oh, God, it talks. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> of course, he talks. It's an imp. Of course, he talks. Is this new? Do uh, I have conversations with my handbag all the time? Oh you my tell God. me, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's, who's your friend, Rabbit? I don't see any friend. They were in a hurry. Look over there! <laughs> okay. What a beautiful morning. This is a great conversation we've had. How may I service you? Can you see in the dark? Yes? Are those wings, like, are they functional? With good reason? I can't carry you. Well, we're going to go kill a demon with the face of a man. Sound familiar? I mean, it's not very
0: descriptive. It could be anybody. I mean, it could be Frank from accounting. It could be...
1: Do we we notice that...
0: (laughs) Yeah, we know about (laughs) Rabbit, right?
1: Do Do we all know about Rabbit?
0: I just love that you're standing in the middle of a field, surrounded by bloody spots on this the was grass. The, my next
2: question is, where is this? <laughs> yeah,
0: now? surrounded by bloody spots in the grass, right? I'm going to say you're probably right out in front of your, your van because you were looking for your walkie-talkies, right? Yeah. yeah. And these four cowboys are just looking at this weird woman staring and talking into her handbag. I think this handbags is great. talking back.
3: Yeah, handbag's talking back. Yeah, that's great. I'm not staying in this town. I don't
1: care. All right. Would it be unreasonable to assume that there is a uh, weighted, like, fishing net in with the uh, monster cage Ooh. in the middle. Yeah. Um,
0: that's right, we uh, a well, cage.
1: so I could roll the agency thing. If
0: yeah, you... roll the agency thing. Let's see if you thought to procure that.
2: Oh, uh, that job. is <laughs> that's yes. a ten.
1: Well, um, nice. yeah. Oh, plus sharp. That's eleven.
2: Well
4: done.
0: Killed. So I'm going to say you have a couple of them. Standard issue monster net. So where do you guys want to go? How do you want to do this? How do you want to use the Astonishing Rabbit?
3: We should definitely hinge all our plans on yeah, rabbit. No, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I, think, I think rabbit should be key.
1: I think the loud chap over here should uh, probably have one of these nets and uh, try and immobilize the creature so that he can either neutralize them or uh, I can neutralize at range. Any one of you are properly armed as well and can also have a backup net since we.
2: Is the Presidio like Alamo style where there is like a building, like an interior that's complete? There is a partial interior
0: that is complete. Most of the exterior has fallen. The walls, however, unlike, well, I guess the Alamo now it is, but the walls are intact. Okay. Um, it's a circular building as opposed to a square more more of a circular kind of building than a, than a square building. There's a couple of sort of ruined buildings within the Presidio.
2: Okay. Cause my biggest concern would be that if we have to go into its nest, you're not going to have a clear line of sight to back us up. That might be, that might be problematic because, uh, it's, it's,
0: I would say uh, about as big as say the Alamo. So there's several buildings that can fit within it. So based upon that clear line of sight, or even a steady line of
2: sight, is going to be difficult to obtain.
4: Okay, so so hand to hand, close combat is going to be where it's at.
2: Unless we can turn the walkies on, chuck it in, and flush it out. I mean, but
4: flushing it out, I think, is dangerous. I think I think getting it outside, even in broad daylight, and getting it out where it's got space to move, we're gonna we could potentially lose it. We could. It's just a risk.
2: Yeah, I think if we
4: can contain it and keep it from taking flight and overpower it, surround it throw a rabbit at it. Let's go check it out.
0: You see that there's a crudely marked sign. Uh, looks like it's in disrepair. It leads to a dirt road to take you to the Presidio. When you pull out in front, you see that at some point, somebody tried to turn this into a tourist attraction. There's a parking area. You can see that there's, a, there's an old sort of ticket booth out in front. And as you approach the Presidio itself, you see that there's little informational signs. And one of them says, Presidio de San Saba. It talks about how Davy Crockett's uh, initials are in the side of the building. And you can see it here. And all of it is very worn down. It looks like nobody has been here for a long, long period of time. As you enter, you see that there's two larger ruined buildings that you would guess are big enough to house a creature large enough to lift up a cow. And they both appear to have one entrance, one exit large enough for that creature to get out.
2: Okay. So we can actually like funnel it through a chute, basically.
4: We can barricade or set up a rig up a net yeah. on one exit and go into the other.
0: So you're saying
3: there's, there's two. Oh, there's yeah.
0: Two buildings. There's holes where windows used to be, but there's only one door going into each of okay. these buildings. You see that there's splatters of blood that are leading into the larger of the two buildings, which okay. is marked as an old, we'll say an old blacksmith forge type area.
2: Well, uh, that seems to be our uh, mark. Sorry, Mark. It's a fair call. <laughs> um, we got two nets. Mm-hmm. We got a sound bomb. We got guns. We got rabbit. Ha- have we ever actually seen rabbit in action?
0: I I'm gonna say probably not. I don't know if any of you have actually seen mm-hmm. rabbit. Is this like Harvey? <laughs> I don't know that it's like Harvey I, I, as far as like nobody sees Harvey but I think it's I think Rabbit stays in your bag like when you summon him he comes into your bag
4: so we just accept Adelaide's speaking into the bag is sort of an eccentricity of it's yeah. just, we just that's how she is
2: that's and just what she does And we, so, we love her that way and yeah oh so wait, we have no concept of rabbit or do we know that there's theoretically a demon in your bag
3: I don't know Adelaide what if you told them Rabbit's my magician, magician's assistant assistant. Yeah. And you've probably heard like a squeaky voice coming out of the bag. So there's something in there. Probably. Probably a fucking Unless carrot, you're
2: a very good ventriloquist. I could be a ventriloquist. That's true. So, okay. I so, think it's
3: it's unknown.
2: Okay. So the well, amount of skepticism just, of, and we have a rabbit is appropriate then. Yeah. Okay.
1: I just think she saw her rocker.
2: But so is that dead man.
1: Right.
3: Is there really a, a plan other than sneak up and shoot it? No,
2: sound sound bomb, net it, shoot okay. it, I think is the loose.
4: Well, I was uh, I was thinking we net one of the exits so the, or the only exit out of the room. We okay. net that so that if it tries to make a break for it, it's just going to get stuck and then we can take it down. Yeah. While we come into the other exit. So we're essentially blocking off its, its
2: point of escape. Can I uh, ask something a little dumb? We never talked about not killing it. We have a cage. I mean, do we want to kill it? What's the vision division?
1: Uh, To uh, verify and and investigate and eventually neutralize any Uh, sort of...
2: Cage is pretty neutral. I mean, I'm a monster hunter, not a monster murderer. I'm just saying.
1: Uh, Let's just say we prefer autopsies over vivisections.
2: Okay. I mean, listen, I know it's dangerous. I mean, I don't have any illusions about that. I'm just speculating we don't have any real directives to either
4: well this thing is killing people and if we get to jump on it and and then it looks like we got the jump on this thing and we can take it down in a peaceful manner let's do it but if anybody here is in any danger whatsoever this axe is gonna find its home
1: is is there a way i can cover from a rooftop with said rifle
0: you can get up there. I would say that this is a ruin. I would say that you're not going to be able to cover all aspects of the building.
1: I just need to have a line of sight to the exit we're going to net. I'm just going to start clamoring up there to get into my, like, kind of perch. If we need you,
4: is there any kind of a signal or something that we can...
2: I think the screaming... screaming. I, I think... <laughs>
1: Oh shit! Fuck! It's <laughs> killing me! Oh dear God! Oh God! Christ my in heaven! Please help work. me! Uh, my intestines!
2: Oh no, my intestines! <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, and just know that it has to be in precisely that horde. right? Then I'll come down with the nine mil.
2: Uh, here's the the hiccup. I mean, not the hiccup. I guess the most sensitive part of the plan is that these walkie-talkies are going to be on the moment we turn them on. So we got to be ready before that. And then I can, like, chuck it through the window or something. Can anyone
3: sneak and, like, look in the window?
2: Oh, I can sneak.
3: Uh, Excuse me for a moment. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to go, like, alert the devil with the face of a man, right? You're not going to... Give him a heads up. Let him know. I'm going to do what you tell me to do, Master. Yeah. I'm your humble servant. Yeah, you can cut that out.
4: She's doing it again, Odie. Is
1: she all right?
3: Okay. Well, uh, I mean, I guess if you can be quiet without being seen, without being heard, that will not be a problem. Yeah, if you can let me know where they are.
0: Inside I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to scare the guy who's going to kill all the monsters.
3: I don't want to be near him. Drop me somewhere secret. Sorry, doesn't see
0: me I don't want him to see
3: me Okay, uh, that's fine, no, I, I understand She's still talking can to that. I? Can I find like a, a big patch of grass A yeah. tall, tall patch of grass And just sort of nonchalantly yeah. drop my handbag And do a little shake
4: So we just we just sort of see the blades of grass yeah. Kind of moving, again, still No definitive proof that anything came just out of that bag over a tiny other
3: than just velociraptor the, yeah.
0: Right
1: A <laughs> little, little compy
0: And it it just sort of goes up to the side of the building. And I will say a few minutes later, the grass is rustling again. And he crawls up the never-ending scarf (laughs) and uh, back into your purse. And he says, oh, it's not
3: sleeping. Oh, it's looks angry. It's not sleeping? No, it's sleeping. Oh, but it's angry while it's sleeping. (laughs) Yeah, it's got blood all over its face. That's a good sign. Yeah. Of anger. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what, what direction is it facing?
0: It's looking into the corner. It's hanging upside down
3: from the ceiling, looking into the corner. Okay. Like, is it close to the entrance, or is it far back? No, no. It's way out of the lights. Okay. Any any suggestions, Rabbit? You seem to I have need some pretty Uh It's not a thing yet. Oh. <laughs> I need rabbit snops. Well, I mean, like, when the purse fell open, and I dumped my contents out there... I already ate all that. Even the dove? Yeah, that was the first thing to tell us, the dove. (laughs) We're going to have to have a conversation, you and I. (laughs) Later, Rabbit. Here, you can have my my least favorite lipstick.
0: Oh, that looks great.
3: And he eats it,
0: metal and all. just You hear some crunching. That's it.
1: I felt that on my (laughs) teeth. Yeah, my
2: teeth (laughs) (laughs) hurt.
3: Okay, Okay, gang. So I talked to Rabbit. Uh-huh. And right. he says it's asleep.
2: Okay. In the corner.
3: And it's away from the light as far back as it can. So I think we're going to be able to get the drop on it.
1: Okay, that's that's great and all. And great intel. But who the absolute Protestant hell is, Rabbit?
3: My assistant.
1: Your handbag.
3: Well, he lives in the handbag. Don't be ridiculous. It's not a handbag. is my assistant. What are you? Loony? That's crackers.
1: You, you know, that's just... Thank you, Rabbit. I guess.
2: Can I can
1: I can I look in the bag? I'm like
3: you never look in a woman's handbag. That's I, rude. What is it? You're. I,
1: I think that's a bit off the table when the handbag talks.
2: Yeah. Spurs or bottle! What? <laughs> Listen. Do we trust Rabbit? Eh. Well that's about as much as I trust you, so <laughs> the
1: vote of confidence is overwhelming.
2: All right, what's the how are we rigging this net? Are we gonna hold it on either side or what?
4: I think that Ace probably through some of his military training can probably figure out a way to, to make it fast on on the exit wherever it is. Another another door or whatever it is in this building. I think he can he can lash
1: it up. All I'll be doing is setting up a bipod.
0: Yeah, I, that's all stuff you've Wade. done before,
3: yep. so I think that there's no role, role
2: required if you have to shoot. That'll yeah,
3: blast. if you have to shoot, then you have to kick some ass. Yeah. I mean, do you want me to hang out outside with my submachine gun?
4: Guard the entrance. No. Guard the entrance. Make sure that
1: yeah.
2: I mean, get for some movement cover inside. and uh, yeah, just and in case.
4: It sounds like we got this thing kind of surrounded. So
2: I mean, basically, as soon as I check those walkies and I'm circling back around front with mine to cover. So. Boy, I hope there's only one of them. Yeah, that'd be nice.
4: Kind of thinking. Are you thinking that checking the walkies in is going to be like step one of this? So you want to really wake this thing up, alert it, and and have it?
2: Yeah, there's no
4: there's no point in trying to maybe sneak in while this thing's asleep.
2: sneaking's not. Yeah, and I don't want to get stuck. I'm just being real. I that's not how I do it. But I mean, if that's more your mo, I mean, I'm open to it.
4: I was kind of thinking the walkies might be a good distraction tactic. If we like, need to use it
2: for sure. Thing. Yeah, I mean, are, are you gonna like rig the main door and then go in another door? Because if you gotta run, you gotta make sure you can run not into the net. There's only one oh, the yeah. door.
3: There's
4: only one way in. There's one way in after I rig that that exit.
2: So are you gonna crawl in and
4: after Before? the after the uh, the exit is netted up, there's nothing getting through that without hitting the net. Uh, yeah, let's okay. go. I'd like to go ahead and find a
0: a window and. So, you guys get everything set up, and Ace decides to crawl through the window and sneak up on it.
4: Ace, is, Ace has got his weapons loaded and ready ready within reach. Just-
0: so, I'm going to say, uh, do you have your flashlight on or not?
4: Yes, I would say so.
0: Giving the act under pressure roll. All right, act under pressure.
4: That's a big at 11. Nice. And that's plus cool, but it's just an 11.
0: Uh, 10 plus, you get what you set out to do. I'll say you crawl through the window. You have your axe. And as you're sort of scanning, the flashlight comes across this large, probably good seven, eight feet tall thing hanging in the corner. And at first it, it looks almost like a punching bag or almost as if there's a body bag hanging from the ceiling itself. And then you notice that it It's breathing and you see that its body looks very muscular, like humanoid muscular, but the wings on it are, are almost exactly like that of a giant bat and it has its back to you. So you can't tell whether or not it is awake and you are able to sneak up on it. What do you want to do?
4: I'm going to make sure that the light of my flashlight doesn't hit it directly. So Ace is going to take his axe, and he's going to come up behind this thing, and he's going to
0: poke it. You're going to poke, poke it? it? Yep. So okay. what are you trying to do here? Are you trying to cause it harm, or are you just trying to wake it up and piss it off? I'm trying to wake it.
3: Okay. <laughs> Why can't you shoot it while it's asleep? <laughs> that's a gentlemanly thing to do. So uh, you, poke, you poke the bat. Its
0: head whips around almost 360. And you see this red-eyed, almost baboon-faced creature. But the, the color of its faces is, is just like the skin of a human and, and stretched wrinkles on its, on its cheeks. And it opens its mouth and it just screeches at you, this blood-curdling screech. It's going to drop down from the ceiling and come at you.
4: All right, so Ace is going to take his flashlight and point it right smack in this thing's face, right in its eyes.
0: So let's do another Act Under Pressure on that.
4: Okay, that's not so good, I guess. Uh, Act Under Pressure is with cool, so that's going to be a six.
0: So mark yourself some experience, and it is going to charge you. It's going to sink its very human-like teeth into your neck as it claws at you, and it's going to do two harm.
1: (laughs)
2: and it goes oh your friends are gonna die <laughs> <laughs> uh, i would definitely like to do the walkie-talkies now she chucks that thing like a grenade in the opposite corner okay. and it is i mean it is annoying
0: okay cool so give me an act under pressure and let's see how we do
2: <laughs> is that snake eyes what oh that? no no that's a five and a oh a minus one so that would be a four You chuck this thing in, it
0: starts to do some some feedback. The creature sort of disengages for a moment, and it starts to work the way you want it to. Faster than you thought was possible, it is going to run forward and with its scary little clawed hands, grab a hold of your head and pull you halfway into the building, doing one harm with its Mm -hmm. talons.
2: <clears throat> really? Now you hear Beverly screaming. So now we're to the astonishing Adelaide. Can could Mark see me get pulled?
0: I'm gonna say maybe he sees your feet kind of dangling out the side. What
1: the shit is going on over there?
3: I mean I can <laughs> run up and try to like grab you back. You want to tug of war? Sure, go for it. Demon? Yeah. How do you feel about it? Okay, so Adelaide goes rushing over,
0: grabs hold of the feet, and pulls, and let's act under pressure. <laughs> oh, uh, it heck? doesn't matter.
3: Yeah. It's an eight. Nice. On a seven plus, you protect them okay, but you'll suffer some or all of the harm they were going to get.
0: Okay, cool. So I'm going to say that you sort of reach forward, you kind of grab her by her sh- her shoulders, and you're pulling her back uh, out of the window. And the creature just bites at your face, and it gets a good, like, nice little chunk of your cheek, and you're going to take one harm.
2: Oh, that's terrible for your state. That was my good side. That's, your, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the face. Not <laughs> the money maker. <laughs> so I am I am free of its clutches. Let's go back to Ace.
4: All right, so uh Ace is going to uh shake it off and he's going to pick up that giant axe and he's going to whirl on this creature and yell, "All right, you nasty bat fucker, let's do it the hard way." <laughs> And he's gonna take a mighty swing.
0: Riled him up. Let's kick some ass.
4: Plus tough. That's gonna make it a big fat ten.
0: Ten plus you get to choose one extra effect. You gain the advantage, which um take one forward or you give a plus one forward to another hunter. You can inflict terrible harm. You suffer less harm or you force them where you want she
4: them. She was she was getting attacked as as so was a uh, so was Adelaide. So I want to get it away from, from the, the the girls and just pull this thing in and uh, keep it in away from the uh, the window, keep it away from the door, keep it away from getting, I'm going to put myself between it and any way of escape.
0: So you're going to put it where you want it. Yeah. So uh, you come in with your axe and I'm going to say that you drive the axe deep into its back and with the force of your blow, you're able to just knock it away from the window and it tumbles into the night. But as it does so, it's going to get a claw up and it's going to get a scratchy for a harm. So, you push it where you want it. Do you want to push it into the net? I mean, you did set up this whole net thing. Sure. Like, yeah, if that's use possible. That, super awesome. I'm trying to
4: visualize how tight of a space we're at, and how far away we are from the exits. I really don't know. So, yeah, if that's possible, yeah. absolutely. We okay, want to get so entangled. Let's,
0: let's say you throw it out the door into the net and it's going to kind of tumble out into so we're the Mark, yard. So, where
1: Mark can see this thing now.
0: Exactly. And so, now who wants to go?
1: Oh, I've been holding my actions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna pop this thing, uh, like, does it take damage according to like what his uh, axe?
0: Yeah, what his is? axe does. What what is your axe? One my harm, axe two harm. Is
4: a three harm, hand messy and heavy are all of the keywords. So nice, three harm weapons.
0: Nice. All right.
1: All right. Mine is four harm because I've been rolling well, but I'm I'm I feel like my banks run out. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Uh. So uh, what? Uh, what do we get? That's kicks a mass. So that's plus tough. Oh, uh, Okay, I get armor from that, but uh, no, so that's plus tough, which is plus one, so that would be six plus four, so that's eleven.
0: Nice, alright.
1: Um, I would like to inflict terrible harm and do five damage.
0: As soon as this thing tumbles out into the netting, you're able to get uh, a great shot. We'll just say you headshot it, and it spasms for a little bit, and then it just falls completely limp.
1: Like shot mark well that's what i'm paid to do it's like it's like wiping off a little bit of sweat like yeah, no no problem not at all
0: it is it is done so what are you guys going to do with it load it in the van
1: tag it and bag it
0: so you load the creature into the back of the van and you drive off As your van disappears down the side of the hill, storm clouds loom over the abandoned buildings built so long ago by Spanish settlers. A curtain of heavy rain assaults the hilltop, washing away the blood of Monster and its victims alike, leaving no trace of the battle you just fought. But in the second, unexplored building, one reminder of the creature remains. A mishmash of old bone, tattered clothing, and dried mud, a concave mound resting in the corner of the building a nest, and within the nest, an egg over two feet long. A sharp crack pierces the abnormally dark, silent evening, followed by bright flickers of lightning, which reveal an object nestled against the shell with care. A single-framed photograph of a human couple, the glass crushed over the man's face. Another crack echoes through the presidio, but no lightning follows. Only the hungry screams of an orphaned predator.
2: Thank you for tuning in to All My Hexes. Our keeper is Bernetta McFergus. The astonishing Adelaide Crawford is played by Jasmine McFergus. Mark, Mr. Bubbles O'Donnell, is played by Tyler McMahon. Jonah Ace Cabot is played by John Navarrete. Beverly Mae Grimes is played by Sarah Lawrence. Thank you for being a patron. Your support helps us keep the lights on. Join us next time. And remember, dig deeper. Thanks for listening to All
3: My Hexes. The Keeper was Bernetta McFergus. Lenore Atchison was played by Jasmine McFergus. Charlie Larson was played by Sarah Lawrence. Alejandro Ochoa was played by John Nav Navarrete. Jimmy Bagley was played by Tyler J. McMahon. Please subscribe, like, and share us with your friends. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Hext Podcast. That's H-E-X-T Podcast. Or email us at hexpodcast at gmail.com. Join us in two weeks, and remember, dig deeper. The truth starts six feet under.